something horrible is happening to my intestines right now. Do you need to go poop again? No, I think I'll let you know. Will you or will you just go, <laughs> oh, no. I told you we needed a poop <laughs> luge up here. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Duh. Is that Russian for yeah? Yeah, it really is. That was a good <laughs> okay. call. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. This is my normal talking voice. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey. What's this month's theme? The weather's getting hot, so it's time to get sweaty with Sports Ball Month. You know us, Cinemites. We're crazy about athletics, and no. we know the sports and all the rules. We're all fucking jacked. Don't ever Google us. <laughs> um, last week, I brought Jim Cotta. Shut the fuck up. We're jacked. They don't know. We sound jacked. Actually, I just I sound like a giant nose with tits. But anyway, last <laughs> week I brought Jim Cotta, uh, starring some Olympic guy, and he did gymnastics and karate, kind of. Kind of. This week, Jay brought something worse. What did you bring for us, Jay? What a gem. I brought a remake of 1975's movie by the same name. This is the 2002 version of Rollerball. Yay. Which, having watched, <laughs> not not quite sure it qualifies as on theme. I think we're going to have to have a debate as to what qualifies as a sport. You know what? They have, right. like, pool mean? in the Olympics and darts. <laughs> so I guess sport. this would count because you're more likely to sweat in this than you are pool. Unless you, know you have yeah, some sort of, never mind. Of, you know. If we can include a... a target shooting break in the middle of cross-country skiing and call it a sport, then yeah, this is absolutely more right. internally consistent than that. I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely want to add guns to skiing. Sure. Right. Let's take a break from skiing to shoot some stuff and then go back to skiing and call it one sport. <laughs> that could not have existed before James Bond was invented. You cannot, you can't convince me. All right, Jay, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us in this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You've decided you need to get back out there, get yourself some fresh sunshine, some fresh air, uh, get a little bit of exercise. So you picked up some roller skates at the local Goodwill, and you've decided you're going to get out, you know, do some skating. And no maintenance on them, I assume. I'm just strapping them on and assuming that they're good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, while the wheels are good, the brakes are not. Uh, so you have just started going downhill at an excessive speed you cannot control uh, and are about to just bite it into traffic at the end of this road. So in the 10 seconds before that happens, sell us on this movie. The future of sports is violence on rollerblades with motorcycles. We will save money in this film by casting Keanu Reeves lookalike as the lead. Eight seconds? In... <laughs> that was a not just an elevator pitch but like a business model yeah i was gonna push back on the on the keanu reeves 
comment, but no, he really is kind of just the knockoff version of every better leading man of the time. <laughs> wow, we are shitting on Chris Klein today. <laughs> Casey, you know that the car that I'm smashing into just so happens to be the one that you're riding passenger in. So it might be bad for me, but it's also not going to be great for you when my hundred and 35 pounds body comes smashing through the window. No, <laughs> Jay, remember, we're jacked 185. Oh, yeah. We're jacked. Yeah, my, my jacked 205 body comes oh smashing through your window. Oh, my God. Slim Jim. <laughs> Sell us on this movie. Remember how cool roller derby was in the early aughts? What if we made it all about human bowl of oatmeal Chris Klein? <laughs> Where you just chastising us for shitting on Chris right. Yeah, I forgot it what I wrote. How are <laughs> sorry, you? Chris. I feel like you're a nice guy in real life. I'm sorry. That was me an hour ago. Yeah, no. I, I don't know her. Chris, I realize you have to take what work is available to you, and you don't write the scripts, and the scripts are 100% to blame for all of this. So I'm sorry. Yeah. But you got paid, so just, like, shut up and take it. He's like an IRL James Marsden. Because you know how, like, James Marsden never gets the girl in the film? Yeah. Like, you know, he, he can be the <laughs> yeah. nicest guy, but he gets shit on. I feel like Chris Klein has gotten shit on, and I just pooed a little on him. I don't like it. I don't like myself right now. <laughs> I feel like he's a really genuinely nice guy. Someone prove us wrong. Casey he, at Shitty Cinema. No, you know what? He got to make out with Rebecca Romaine. I don't feel bad yeah, for anything on. I say. Accuse Chris Klein. He knows what he did. <laughs> Let's frame our opinion of Chris Clyde against the movie that shitty cinema watched. It's the far future of 2005 from the perspective of 2002. And boy, are things exactly like they were in 2002. Except in this version of 2005, a new sport has arisen. Rollerball. Is Rollerball the most aggressive name they could have given such an no. aggressive right. sport? No. Right. Like UFC is ultimate fighting. Right. Champion. Rollerball just sounds like like it sounds like something my grandma would want. At your YMCA, right. they have a 55 right. and up night. They right. have a kids night. Rollerball sounds objectively less dangerous than roller derby. If anything, you right. have gone the wrong way from your your parents sport here. Exactly. Yeah. Roller der derby sounds like some shit's going to go down. Right? Horses are I, involved. I need a hat. Right. Horses I'm on involved. roller skates a on a horse. Half the game is just trying to get in the saddle itself. And the horse is on skates. The horse is gets Everybody. Then once you're on the horse, you have to get the horse on a skateboard. Four tiny ones. Last man horse standing wins. Imagine starting with roller hockey, removing the sticks, making the arena a figure eight for some reason, and then crank up the violence to an 11 and add people on motorcycles. You know those, like, I don't know what they're called. You always see them, like, the the ball of motorcycles just zooming in around like angry hornets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish yeah, it would have been more about. that, but unfortunately it was just, like, a flat track. Chris Klein's Jonathan Cross, our main character, is like the Wayne Gretzky of rollerball, a comparison that I am legally compelled to make since I live in the only other place that cares about hockey that is in Canada. No, that, <laughs> they said that in the film. Yeah, yeah but he was, nobody, nobody else knows what... Nobody else knows who Wayne Gretzky is. Come on. Nobody cares about hockey. 
Rollerball is just taking off in the former USSR, and its owner, Alexei Petrovich, thinks that Cross is part of his ticket to being on all the best cable channels worldwide. Yeah, and the other half of that ticket is sabotaging the games for maximum violence. A teammate is nearly killed due to sabotage, and Cross naively reports it to Petrovich despite the protest of his teammate Ridley. And it seems like Cross is the, like, the only one that fucking doesn't get it, because his teammate is in, in secret girlfriend Aurora also tries to get him to like leave it alone dude you're bad idea it's 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 pretty obvious that your boss is evil he's played by jean renault right right I, and you're clearly the dumb boy scout character chris <laughs> klein i probably should have listened to ridley when he said just shut up and take the money i don't know why he thought aurora was his secret girlfriend because petrovich is obviously that guy and being that guy petrovich sabotages the game to kill her I would have never saw that coming. That's a total Never. Shock. Total surprise. Who would have thought that he was following him and knew about this when they already told us that, that he was following him? <laughs> and fucking Chris Klein himself asked about it. Plans foiled at the last second, though, by Ridley, which serves as a wake-up call for both him and Cross that they need to just get the fuck out of Dodge now. Everyone knows that quitting being a golden goose for corrupt, powerful leaders is super easy, right? You just yeah, absolutely. walk right Do out the, the door. Time. So they, they politely turn in their two-week notices, and I'm fucking with you. They stage an escape to the Russian border, which predictably fails. Ridley dies, and Cross is taken back with Petrovich. Apparently this 2005 is also without action movies, since Cross thinks he can pretend to suddenly not be a naive Boy Scout and trick Petrovich that he's totally just a capitalist now. Let's go make that bag, baby. You just murdered my best friend. <laughs> it's fine. It's super not transparent at all. Yeah. Petrovich obviously sees that this is a terrible attempt and it's not going to happen. Um, so instead of allowing him to save Aurora by trading her away, he decides technically correct is best correct. And technically correct is when Renault trades her to Cross's rival team for his quote-unquote retirement game. During the game, it's revealed that Cross's death is planned, and even Aurora breaking ranks can't help him. Cross decides to take matter into his own, uh, I don't know, skates, I guess? Uh, he had admits. Dave, pay attention. <laughs> He smashes skate first through the window where Petrovich is watching. Chasing him down, he finally kills Petrovich and his assistant. He gets away with all of this because it also coincides with the start of a revolution of the mine workers, which Aurora credits Cross for. Uh, sh sure. Yeah. Cut to black. Movie's over. No, I don't think... David Hasselhoff kicked down the Berlin Wall. It's history, Dave. <laughs> Read a book. That's what this You're embarrassing like. yourself. This feels like Germany giving Hasselhoff credit for the Berlin Wall falling. And you know what? He also made Hitler kill himself. You're welcome. <laughs> the there the is a whole subplot where one of... One of Chris Klein's teammates is a native of this former USSR country Danny. who, in the final game, literally climbs the goddamn rafters to shout to the people that they are murdering them for their entertainment in the ratings and is then shot by guards starting the revolution, which gets credited to fucking Chris Klein. Yeah, right? But time out, chronologically, the revolution <laughs> didn't start until Chris Klein kicked away through the window That's to true. go after the, Alexei. 
the native when that guy was shot player. everyone was like you're not gonna right. get away with this but we're continued <laughs> to watch the game we're so, bad but i still have 50 bucks on this match so i need right. to see how that plays out before we start this whole revolution thing 50 bucks is a lot But when oh, Chris no. Klein was killing the bookie, everyone's like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Killing the bookie. <laughs> well, I mean, Alexi would kind of be the bookie in this oh, instance. Oh, killing Petrovich? Yes. Yeah, I mean, Everybody's got money on it. He really does go in and murder the shit out of him, which is a thing that would have consequences that doesn't. I mean, they tried to give it consequences for a second of like, is this Sanjay guy going to be even worse? Oh, okay, okay, he's dead too. Well, that means only someone nice can take power. The first two are always bad, but the third one's going to be a great guy. Yeah, that's a whole other subplot we cut out. Yeah, yeah what the fuck's going to happen to that Sanjay place? That is, uh, he double crosses and wants to take over, and he gets murdered too, and it doesn't matter. So just. Here's what you need to know about Sanjay hair on point. Hair is on hair point. Hair yeah, on absolutely. point beautiful it's magic man okay so they kill Jean Renault which breaks my heart I wanted him to sneak away I wanted him to win I love Jean Renault as a bad guy in a fur jacket I just <laughs> it feels right yeah. he had the evil yeah. sideburns that were like a point like he's the missing member of Smash Mouth <laughs> it was adorable. I loved him as a naughty guy. And especially when he's like, what? Do you think your teammate getting hurt was intentional? I'm going to look into this. I, I, girl, I am going to look into this. I'll be honest. What I was really hoping for is our big plot twist was that it was going to turn out Jean Reno was literally naive the whole time and that LL yeah. Cool J was the one who had been organizing all I of this. I was also secretly oh, hoping I that. I really wanted LL Cool J as uh, the best friend Ridley to be our villain. Captain of the team. I never team. thought about that. I mean, at the beginning of the movie, he's, sure. I was he's so heavily like, hey, just shut up and take the money. Shut up and take the money. Like, it really set up for a good heel turn that like, oh, yeah, that's why he Agreed. told him to not look into it. Uh, okay, so the first time we watched this, I blacked out for an undetermined amount of time. And I woke up for the final scene. True story. So I mi I'm like, I woke up, and I'm like, where the fuck is LL Cool J? And Jay's like, oh, do you want the big reveal? And I was like, no, no, because I thought it was going to be he turned out evil. I was really hoping he yeah, was yeah. going to be naughty. It, you know, it felt like the movie was kind of trending that way at the beginning. Because it, it otherwise is just weird that the captain of the team and the best friend is so blatantly telling him to not investigate these attempted murders of their teammates. Yeah. They try to make him a really complicated character of like he's naive in that way. But also Alexi calls him the most angry man in the game. Yeah. And like yeah. Yeah, 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 also yeah. in the opening scene where he's losing down the streets of San Francisco, it's implied he kills a man. That's true. And That's LL true. Cool J helps him escape. Everybody forgot yeah. about the end of the pointless scene at the beginning. He can't just go back to America because he's wanted for fucking murder. Street murder. It's really true. It, they show him with a bunch of cops outside of his apartment and he doesn't go in. The implication is that he was going to try out for the NHL and instead fled the country to get away from murder charges. I mean, 
manslaughter. I guess mm. I don't where it looks no, like California. Casey? So like I don't know what their what their system looks like out there. I I just assumed that this was entirely an accident. Does he have any other strikes? It's true. Was the how many previous luge accidents has yeah. Chris Klein been involved in? How many That's men has he slaughtered? Yeah. Uh, no, but the implication is that he can't go back to the U.S. So that's why he's just like, eh, in for a penny, in for a pound. I guess right. I live here now. And like, ooh, I get to drive a fun Shelby. That was the hottest oh part of the movie. It was the fucking car parade, yes. which I absolutely adored. I liked that the movie stopped to give me car porn and didn't apologize for it. Yeah. And I was into it. It was the one time the movie stopped that I was okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> it felt kind of like triple X-y. And I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Just for a second. Like a really neutered a really neutered version. Can we talk about the introduction to this movie though? Because it's totally pointless. Like the first five minutes of the film is setting up him luging and all this and we don't need any of it. It does absolutely nothing for the character or the film that we wouldn't get up why he can't go back to the united states and also over there he has the reputation of like good american boy scout and like alexi's the only one who knows that he's wanted for murder he's not a boy scout he's willing to kill to win alexi doesn't use that against him and it's never brought up no but i think that's what he means when he's talking about like how badass Chris Klein because he makes comments several times in the movie alluding to like ah don't underestimate Chris Klein even though he's a doe-eyed dump face (laughs) I'd like to believe you except Chris Klein also tells Ridley tells LL Cool J to go to the American consulate and to get him out of there yeah because American prison is better than that Mm, is it? I I, I, I kind of agree with both of you because, Jay, I definitely agree that that opening sequence is fucking pointless and just wasted my goddamn time uh, for something that basically never comes up and is only there to really establish the fact of why he couldn't go into the NHL. And as well as that he's like an adrenaline junkie. Like uh, he can do yeah, high judge. intensity stuff. I guess. Sure, Have him whatever. jump out of a plane and we right. got it. You can actually still include that same scene. And, you know, basically all that same shit. Just don't fucking put it right at the start of the movie when I want to get into the fucking movie. Have the just get do the same thing they did. Introduce him via the fucking announcer talking about right. how he could have gone into the NHL. Yes. And, yes. But he chose to come here and play instead. Have yep. fucking Petrovich say that he's the maddest man in the game and just doesn't know it yet. Then yep. give me a flashback of him murdering a man via luge and escaping to a former Soviet bloc. That would have been a much better order. In fact, I would have, I think I would have enjoyed that. And, and you know, it's funny. That's sort of how the 1975 starts. It doesn't have the murder, but they start with just, <laughs> just playing rollerball and introducing James Kahn's character through the announcer talking about him, but them actually showing him being a badass. Give us a flashback. If Bloodsport has taught us anything, if you oh, would have yeah. put that tiny Robert De Niro up front in the film, <laughs> no one would have made it through. But yeah, like I, it's a weird comparison to make. But during the first rollerball competition, 
when they kind of just stop to show you all the pageantry of Rollerball and is like, hey, yeah. look at the cool costumes. Yeah. Look at the wacky bikes. Look at this weird. We ESPN saw eyes Ocho wide shut. Right. I thought of. <laughs> Mad- we the saw movie it. I- <laughs> the movie I thought oh. of was Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. Because let's just go to the extreme far end of it. Every single shot in Mad Max Fury Road tells you something about the world and the characters in it via the the picture that they paint with all of that. The Can I say something disrespectful? This? Please. They ripped off cats with that. Every group. It's just introducing more groups of, I'm the rock and roll group, and we're the rapey group, and, and we're the stabasauruses. No one, yeah. none of them had digital buttholes. That's a point against them. Sure, but like, look at the costumes in this. Did they tell you anything about the world other than like, hey, look at the wacky rollerball costumes we made? You're wasting my fucking time. Stop it. Guys, I like the idea of an Eyes Wide Shut crossover where they just, it's exactly <laughs> the game that it is now, but then at the end, Everyone's they all naked. go and have a weird sex orgy. Absolutely. During the game, you also have to rip clothes off of your opponents. Once you're nude, you go into the waiting room to get greased. Round two of Rollerball <laughs> is the dangerous orgy on skates and everything slippery. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's like using oh. Luigi in an ice episode or an yeah, ice level. <laughs> You're asking. You're asking for trouble. When you said eyes wide shut, I just immediately went to the exact same eyes wide shut scene, but then the camera pans over and there's a guy on a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Makes as much sense adding a bike there as it does here. That's fair. That's fair. Before we close this episode out, we need to talk about maybe the most notorious aspect of rollerball. And that is the roughly 10 to 15 minute scenes that are, um, uh, maybe I should kindly describe them as being shot in quote unquote night vision or a terrible green tint is put over them. Yeah, there is a solid 10 minute stretch of this movie uh, where the main character, uh, where Jonathan Cross, played by Chris Klein, and Ridley, played by LL Cool J, are trying to escape from whatever Soviet bloc they're in. Kazakhstan. into Russia. And the whole thing is filmed through night vision. And it's like, what, 360p, maybe? <laughs> Everything has motion blur on it. I, I legitimately started feeling physically ill. You could download porn on your flip phone in 2002 <laughs> in better quality than that night vision was. That's was fair. shot. And speaking from looks experience. Awful. Yes. It, is absolute it looks all, trash. And, and when they show and they're they're all chase action scenes in vehicles. So they're in a truck at one point and they cut to the lights behind them, which are just overwhelming. And so it's hard to tell anything of what's going on. And we're supposed to be told that these they're gaining on them, but you can't t- make anything out. And at one point they even whip the truck around bust the back doors open and ride out on a motorcycle which could have been a cool scene except you can't make anything out except for the noises the only thing that happens because of the sound it was implied to be really cool dude what are you doing (laughs) literally everything is just green blobs on the screen it is smears it is i don't understand how anyone could film this how they could cut it together 
how they could presumably test screen it and continuously think, yeah, this is great. This is good. This is what a movie should look like. No one's going to (laughs) notice. Do you want to know what happened? Please tell me they lost something. When I saw it, I'm like, they fucking had to reshoot that, and they ran out of money. And guess what? They reshot they those scenes, and, and they, they ran, ran out, out of money. Out of money. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, Excellent. wait a minute. So it's a what costed situation. money? Yeah, yeah. So when they originally shot the, the first version of it, they shot it too dark, and they couldn't really make anything out. So they went back and reshot it to make it lighter, but then they didn't have time to do anything. So they put the fake night vision over it to make it moody or something, and it clearly doesn't match anything else. It's not explained. I've so, seen yeah. episodes of Buffy the <laughs> Vampire Slayer done better. I will forgive bad cutting in a fight scene. I will forgive inconsistent uh, setting. I will forgive bad visual effects and shitty dialogue, but you can't do all of them at once. (laughs) And only show us Rebecca Romaine's boobs one time. That's true, which were a great one time, though. They are fantastic. I was really, really confused uh, when, after I watched this, I went to the IMDb to read the trivia because, you know, there's usually some good stuff for us to talk about in there. And then Who's I Who's got I, biological children? <laughs> who I doesn't? Read, <laughs> I was really confused when I read a, a reference to this being PG-13 in the IMDb trivia. Like, wait, there was way too much nipple in this. They only said fuck once. I think we have had enough rollerball for the day. So, it's that time. Casey, 2002's Rollerball. Would you watch it again? So, if I took anything away from this film, it would be Rebecca Romaine Stamos's outfits plus, like, some diet pills so I could fit inside of them. <laughs> um, they were killer. <laughs> she had the red leather on. She had the cool bike helmet. It reminded me she of, um, oh, uh, do ra ra It felt kind of do ra ra um oh, it really she does. was absolutely amazing her accent was terrible but great I um it. i like the idea of rollerball maybe i guess i think the the motorcycles and the excessive cutting was really killing it for me uh <laughs> i'm gonna say no no Ooh. i would not watch this again it wasn't offensive it just I just can't see myself enjoying watching this again. Zangief was in it, but it barely. I was so excited when I saw that before, and then we got, like, no Zangief. So, no Zangief, no watch again. Dave, how about you? Rollerball, 2002. Would you watch it again? God, I did not enjoy this anywhere near as much as I expected to coming into it. Because, like, on paper, it ticks so many boxes for me. It's right? it's based off an old trashy sci-fi movie, which is itself based off an older trashy sci-fi short story. It's got <laughs> a bunch of bad actors in it, some clearly bad special effects. Jean Renault, I love it. But just nothing really quite clicks into gear for me at any point in it. Um, but it wasn't offensively bad. And... I, I I did not take Rebecca Romaine's outfits away from it, but I did absolutely take a Hellraiser meets Lady Dimitrescu new fantasy away from it. So <laughs> good for you. Oh, 
I want to go back and watch the original movie more than I want to rewatch this, but I can see a future where I, where I turn it on while I'm vacuuming and I don't care to hear the dialogue, which I think is a yes. Yeah, I would watch oh! Rollerball again. Wow. I'll have the captions on. I'm not a monster, but yeah. Jay, how about you? Uh, from 2002, starring the... I, I, I'm sorry we shit on you so much. Starring Chris Klein. You didn't deserve what we did today. Rollerball, would you That's watch true. it again? Supposedly, the original rewrite was rejected by the director for being too heavy on social commentary. And frankly, that's the version of Rollerball that I wanted because the the structure of the commentary is there, but it just gets muddled and confused over the attempt to wallow in the spectacle without having a message, quote-unquote, right? So um, really, I like you, Dave, this makes me want to go back and watch the 1975 version. I started Absolutely. watching it and... And I was enjoying it, so I want to go back and finish that. And it's got James Caan in it, which is fantastic. But in another sense, Rollerball is sort of beautiful as a meta-commentary because in its attempt to escape the political message, it says its own political message about what it was trying to do in 1975. And for that reason, because I do love absolute train wrecks, and this is a fucking spectacle of a train wreck, I will watch 2002 Not Rollerball Not in again. my home, damn you. <laughs> So that's one it. Of us, this... One of us. Okay, I guess I'm going to be watching it secondhand. So <laughs> So that's it. The verdict is in. Split decision. Two out of three of us are going to watch it again. But Cinemites, you guys watch it. Let us know what you think. Would you watch it again? Do you, did you like, did we, were we fair to Chris Klein? Is absolutely Rebecca Romaine Stamos no. the Time best? out. Yes. Two absolutely. out of three of us yes. want to watch it again. Three out of three of us will have to watch it again. <laughs> Let's be clear on the numbers. That's it for this week. Dave, what do we got going on next week? Well, next week we are going back to the mid-90s, 1996 to be specific. Uh, the days when Friends were on the air and oh, the cast good. thought they were going to have independent careers. In particular, <laughs> Dear Joey struck out on his own, Matt LeBlanc, and made Ed. Uh, a movie oh. where he plays a minor league pitcher who is teammates with a chimpanzee. I fucking hate it already. <laughs> I am already anxious. Next week, listeners, you're going to want to turn me down about 200% because I feel like there's just going to be screaming. In the meantime, while I go look for a chimp therapist, not a, a therapist that's a chimp, but strike no, no, all you're of that. Get a therapist that's a chimp. Follow us on social, Facebook at sh.tty cinema. If you want to help us out, give us a thumbs up while you're there and share this podcast with friends. Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shitty cinema or shittycinema.com. Check the description below if you didn't catch all that. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, lace up our skates, and go kick John Renault in the face. Or just buy a horse. Oh. And buy horse skates. And buy that horse and motorcycle. Huh? <laughs>